A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Edgy talk, plain talk, unrivaled talk, Mike Graham. The only radio show you can count on for a proper serving of good old-fashioned common sense. In search of the perfect debate. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham. Nationwide, by your side, talk radio and talk TV. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Independent Republic of Mike Graham right here on Talk TV. Um, it's the first week of July, Wimbledon is uh, underway and of course uh, we've got plenty to talk about uh, in this final hour of the show. Rod Little is here, he's got a column in the Sun today, uh, he's actually writing about NATO today. Uh, Joe Biden's coming here of course on Monday, uh, absolutely amazing that uh, Kevin O'Sullivan revealed to us this morning uh, that he was overheard at a recent engagement a couple of days ago uh, saying basically, why am I here? That was apparently what he said to one of his aides. Um, and they were obviously able to tell him. I wonder if he'll say that while he's here, uh, because Rishi Sunak, of course, is giving up Prime Minister's questions in order to go to the NATO meeting. So we shall find out uh, what that's all about. Also, of course, um, we did revisit the other day the story about the cocaine discovery in the White House, where the White House was actually shut down. They had the hazmat guys come in because they found some white powder. Uh, and when they tested it, they discovered that it was, in fact, not anthrax. It was cocaine. And then they worked out why, uh, because Hunter Biden had apparently been in the White House on the Friday, just before. Who knows what can go on in the centre of democracy? Rod, a very good uh, afternoon to you. Good afternoon to you, mate. Good yeah, to hear you. It's good to see you. I mean, it's slightly worrying that uh, that <laughs> Joe Biden is in a position to recommend who should be the next uh, sort of NATO leader. He, he likes the look of uh, Ursula von der Leyen, as I call her, the woman who ordered a load of wooden rifles to be uh, given to the German army, I believe, when she was the defence minister in Germany. Uh, she didn't have a great time there. No, she was a catastrophic defence minister. Uh, they were broomsticks. The, the soldiers were rehearsing with broomsticks. <clears throat> it's a shame the Wehrmacht didn't take that approach in World War Two. frankly. Yes, but it didn't. would have made it a lot shorter. Uh, <laughs> it would, it would. But, you know, we are saddled with uh, the most anti-British president in the history of the United States, with mm. the possible exception of George Washington, who I think we should concede had his reasons. Yes, I think so. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, his loathing isn't like Washington's based on anything based in reality it's upon the fraudulent oirishness mythology that he was brought up in yeah. and which has enabled the man over the years uh to pass to to, to vote on anti-british legislation whenever the opportunity arose that included stopping us extraditing terrorists yeah. from the us uh he refused even to recognize northern ireland uh, and more recently of course he's uh, been uh, he told the Irish that he was over in Ireland the other uh, uh, a couple of months ago to stop the Brits screwing around and yeah. he, you know he's he is an odious 
deluded, senile idiot. Yes. The problem is now that something serious, you know, uh, NATO uh, uh, is kind of under his control. And he doesn't want Ben Wallace. Uh, He wants Ursula van der Leyen, uh, as you so aptly put it. And And I presume part of the... Sorry, go is on. that he can't stand the Brits. Yeah, well, he I was going to say that's the only—that's really the main driver of this, right? It's—it's it, the only driver, and the problem is, you see, that that you know we are one of the biggest donors to NATO. We are about the only European country, apart from the tiny Baltic states, which pays its full whack mm. towards NATO, and we've also been at the forefront of coordinating efforts and persuading our European allies who were sometimes a little wary of this, Mm. to give full support to Ukraine uh, in the battle against uh, Putin's invasion. Mm. Uh, And all of that is, is, you know, we have effectively been leading NATO for the last two years. And uh, it would be hopeless if people like Macron and Biden were to get their way and that the uh, that NATO should somehow be led by someone within the European Union, mm. as if that mattered, which is what Macron wants, yes. and also presumably what Biden wants. Well, it would be, and I mean, his view of the rest of Europe is rather sort of um, ignorant, it would seem. Well, he doesn't know where it is, does he? Well, no, I mean, and and he doesn't uh, really speak about uh, European policy of any kind. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't suddenly open up and start talking about the French riots. He doesn't start talking about uh, European Union um, trade problems or you know difficulties that they have had. And it's ironic, isn't it, that the French have historically hated America and American policy so much so that they didn't even want well, Disneyland there before it actually got yeah. built. Yeah, yeah, well, indeed, and we're always resistant to NATO, always had an alliance, yes. an old alliance with Russia, uh, right back, going back 200 years, yeah. uh, uh, and have always been antithetical to what they call a waspish Anglo-Saxon uh, culture and politics. Uh, I, I mean, you know, credit to, to Macron, I think he's handled himself quite well during the during the French riots, and certainly with a lot more spine than most of our politicians would have done, I suspect. Yes. Uh, but, uh, you know, NATO is very important. Maybe we should pay a bit less towards NATO if this is the way we're going to be treated. Right. Uh, and well, Donald Trump money. had it right, didn't he? Trump said that he wanted more money and more contribution from other NATO countries because most That's of them right. hardly That's give right. any money at all. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think Greece gives virtually nothing. Right. Uh, uh, there's Spain, Italy, Germany gave very, very little. It's upped its amount recently, but mm. it's been a serial underpayer. We are the ones who always go along and say, yes, America, yes, America, we'll pay our whack, we'll pay our whack. Well, maybe we shouldn't. And maybe Biden should be told, why not ask your Irish mates, see if they can stump up a bit yes. of money. Yeah, yeah that would be uh, good. That would be see, good. Yeah, see, see, what, see what side your bread's buttered on, you senile old goat. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly right. Uh, on to other matters. Uh, Sir Keir Starmer this morning talking about wanting uh, to get back in touch with the working classes. I'm suggesting um, he not, he's not really sure where to look because um, no. I, know, I know the part of Islington that he lives in uh, and the working classes haven't been there for quite a long time. Yeah, well, the, the problem Sir Keir Starmer has is that Labour has now become the party of the affluent uh, BN Pencil liberal middle class. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't have much connection with the working class. It, 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 it despises 
the working class norms, morals, and cultural uh, 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 pertinences. It, it despises them all. You know, up up here, I notice uh, the local Labour council in concept has banned Roy Chubby Brown from appearing because it doesn't fit with their view of how things should be in the world. No. Well, it fits with your voters, you know? Well, right. It fits you know, with, with the average person in concert finds Roy quite funny, you know, and likes to see him. Yes, but a bit, like, a bit like Gordon Brown. You know, they suspect, yeah, exactly like they suspect yeah. that the working classes are all a bit bigoted. They don't really like yeah. them. They wish they didn't have to get them to vote for them because they suspect they're all racist, that they're all sort of little Englanders and they yeah. really aren't very pleasant individuals. Well, no, that's exactly right. And Sakir should come up here a bit, maybe, and have a conversation with local people around here about what a woman is. Yes. And see, see if the local people are better informed about what a woman is mm. than he is. Yeah, they know, you know. Uh, so it, it has become it's become this this affluent liberal party, and and you know will will sweep the board in London, I suspect. Um, oh, London is now a Labour city, I think, for the rest of time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, until until things change, Mike. Yes. Well, yes. I mean, it's it's very one indicative. Day... Seems very indicative to me that the one seat that they won in twenty nineteen was in Putney. Well, of course it was, yeah. And Putney's quite an interesting one because you say uh, till the end of time. I can remember Alf Dubbs, Lord Dubbs, yes. I think, uh, when he was the MP for Putney and it went Conservative in about 83 or mm. 87. Yeah. And I remember Alf Dubbs saying, London has changed, London isn't, has become a Conservative city. Things can change, you know. Uh, 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 Alf was right then. Uh, but places like Wandsworth, Putney, uh, and those affluent areas mm. of London voted Conservative. These days, they all vote Labour. But one day, the chill wind of Odin will sweep this scum off the streets, uh, Mike. But uh, the trouble is, is that the, wealth, the, wealthy, like that. the wealthy and the privileged people of this country who live in London are now the parents of the Just Stop Oil Brigade. Um, they're probably signing up to send a load of money to Extinction Rebellion. They've got the Volvo. It might even be an electric Volvo in the driveway. Um, and they're very woke. They are very woke, yeah. Yeah, no, that's right. Uh, it's not just uh, their kids who are on Just Stop Oil. It's, it's, it's them themselves yeah. as well. You know, yeah. you see them. Uh, these, uh, these old white-haired people. people. Yeah, uh, ludicrous. L ludicrous attacks. Attacks on Keir Starmer today, I notice, as yes. well. Um, presumably be because... Uh, Sakia altered his position as he's altered it on almost everything else uh, on on whether the Just Stop Oil people were doing the right thing. Hitherto he thought they were absolutely bloody marvellous, Mike. Mm. Uh, but then he changed his mind when he realised that there are only about nine voters in the country who support Just Stop Oil. Yes. Yes, and they all work, but they're, they're all in the judiciary, I think. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, interestingly enough, I've just seen a, a, a second clip of this Starmer speech being interrupted, and actually one of the people heckling him is on, is, has already been on stage. It was one of the ones standing behind him who had been on stage listening to his speech and then suddenly joined in uh, with these demonstrators. So, you know, it's sort of the enemy within, as far as he's concerned. It's, it's, it's the great thing about, uh, as we talked about last week, Mike, the intersectionality, yes. the intersectional left, it doesn't intersect. No. <laughs> there is no intersection. There is no intersection between the Muslims and the gays, for no. example. 
No. There is not much of an intersection between the gays and the uh, transvestites. Transvestites, transgender people. Yeah. And there is certainly no inter, inter, intersectionality between the people who think we should stop using all oil now, which begs the question as to the clothes they're wearing, how they manage to get to their demo, etc., uh, and the rest of the country, which says we should reduce our oil consumption, but we probably need a bit to keep the hospitals going, you know. Oh, yes. Speaking of uh, intersectionality, I see that Julian Moron has lost another case. Just thought I might want to bring this to your attention. He's, uh, oh, has he? Yeah, he was, believe it or not, he was... Rep- when you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Presenting the Mermaids group who were trying to shut shut down the LGB alliance as a charity, yes. uh, because it didn't have a T at the end of it, and therefore yes. was somehow an enemy of the people. But he, of course, is once again on the wrong side of the uh, of the result. Uh, he was representing the lot that lost. <laughs> well, one, one wishes him all the best, because, I mean, we need him to represent as many stupid and uh, obnoxious causes as is possible, because he is singularly useless and seems to lose all of them. So good luck, mate. Uh, yeah. Take on a few more. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Listen, we're going to take a short break. We'll come back to you because I'm very pleased to see that you wrote about the Amy Nuttall, uh, Andrew Buchan seven-point uh, plan to save the marriage, which is so ridiculous. Uh, I don't even know where to begin, but I want to get your views on that. Uh, we're talking to Rod Little. Um, we've got lots to say, uh, and we've got plenty of time to say it in. Coming next, more from him. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Independent Republican Mike Graham right here on Talk TV. We're talking to Rod Little. Just a bit more information on that accident down in Wimbledon. Seven children and two adults apparently being treated after a Land Rover crashed into a primary school uh, building in southwest London, just down the road from Wimbledon uh, Lawn Tennis um, Centre, actually, where the All England Championships are actually going on as we speak. It's the study prep school in Wimbledon, an all-girls school where pupils are aged between four and 11. Uh, you've seen, uh, we can see pictures now. We'll bring them to you as soon as we can uh, of a Land Rover. We'll Looks like a Defender, uh, one of those new big ones uh, that's just basically crashed through uh, some gates and into the building itself. We'll keep you informed on all of that uh, as to how badly the injured actually are. Uh, Rod Little is here. Rod, as I said before, very happy to see yeah. you writing about Amy Nuttall and Andrew Buchan um, because after looking at her seven-point plan in the sun the other day to save the marriage, um, Kevin O'Sullivan was asked, how long do you think the marriage will last? And he said, seven days. Well, that's about right. I mean, the the, the slightly the the thing which slightly worried me. I mean, firstly, I've never heard of either of them. Uh, (laughs) I I think I've seen him in stuff, but I've never seen him. He he may have been in stuff. Yes, that's right. Uh, Is I looked at a seven point plan, but nowhere in it did it say "Don't shag any slappers, please," (laughs) which which I would have thought was a kind of prerequisite for any plan of such a kind. Well, you would Uh, you would have thought so. I mean, she does urge him not to meet up or have any contact with the woman that he did have the affair with. Yeah, I know, but he could have another one. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, I, it, it seems it, it seems like the, 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 the seven points constitute the same sort of regimen which you might find in an open prison. Yes. 
Uh, well, is, it made, you know, all it made me think was this is why he did it in the first place, because he's obviously a woman who likes to give him a lot of rules and regulations to live by. He's obviously gone over the side. Yeah, the more the more rules and regulations you have, the more you have an urge to break them. That's you do. Probably the, the the thing, isn't it? Uh, all, all a little bit sad. I mean, you know, one wishes them well, um, and, and and I hope it works for them. It's it's, and I'm 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 glad insofar as my emotions have any room for this nuttle woman and this bucking man. Yes. Um, I, I'm glad they're back together. You know, uh, uh, that, that's all very nice. But I'm not sure that publishing your seven-point plan in the sun <laughs> is necessarily the best way yeah. to go about cementing a, a firm yes. and a I look, I look forward to them both sitting down um, of a Wednesday evening going through each other's phones to see if there's anything uh, that might be suspicious in there. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I mean, me and my wife, I, I, as I mentioned in the sum, me and my wife, I, my wife gave me a seven-point plan, but it's it's very, very different stuff. It's you know, don't 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 stack the dishwasher like a demented raccoon, right? And and, and, and empty uh, it occasionally, uh, and, <laughs> and empty it occasionally. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, uh, and don't always blame the dog when when there's a nasty smell in the room. Uh, <laughs> yes. To, and if you do go down to the pub, try and come back approximately when you said you would. Yes, yes, that would be it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. exactly right. And, and if you eat fish and chips in bed, tidy up a bit, you know, and, and, and so on. Yeah, exactly oh. right. Let's talk about one of the other big stories of the week, which is the banking uh, story. I was I'm quite taken aback, I must admit, by discovering that uh, all the banks in this country seem to have signed up to this Stonewall um transgender ideology guidance and uh, they're all competing to see which one can be the best um, sort of trans friendly ally uh, in Britain Yeah they'll lose they'll lose in the end I mean we, we've been reading ever since Nigel Farage mentioned that he'd been uh, uh, had his account closed by Coots which is owned by NatWest which yes. is in turn owned one third by us right. uh, we've been hearing about lots of banks including Barclays who have just lost a case uh, under uh, unfair discrimination uh, for precisely this reason, for mm. trying to close down uh, the bank account of uh, of, a, of a charity which uh, uh, is involved in some way in gay conversion therapy. Yeah. Uh, the, the answer should be that these that these awful people, uh, who are probably the most loathed in the country, uh, the banks, uh, and this is why they're doing it, because they're trying to pick up brownie points with with the the vacuous-minded younger generation who would go along with all this stuff, uh, that what they should be doing is is looking at the rate of interest that they set for their uh, long-term savers yeah. and increasing it a bit rather than cheating us out of money, rather than grandstanding and virtue signalling and unfairly penalising people who have views which differ from those of the morons in their social uh, media units. Yes. Well, what was interesting was that uh, one of the guy that, that writes that uh, uh, under the pseudonym Wings Over Scotland, who's a, who sort of exposes the SNP and all sorts of things that are going on in the nationalist yeah. movement north of the border, he discovered that the person who might have been involved in making a decision to ban his account uh, was actually a transgender person uh, at the sort of top level of the bank and had been involved in you know educating the bank's executives about you know what policy they should have going forward. Yeah, it, well, it's depressing. It, it ties in with the sensitivity readers, which we now have in publishers, which yeah. stop any book worth reading being published. 
Uh, I'm, I'm having great difficulty trying to find a novel that's contemporary yeah. that I can read without just becoming enraged at its bolted on wokeness. Um, I, I don't mind the genuine wokeness stuff. I can read that. It's when it's it's when it seems to be uh, glib and shoved on just for for good measure. But the banks are doing it the same, you, you know. And many of our corporations are. You know, you will remember uh, Yorkshire Tea getting yes. all aerated uh, about about the uh, the trans issue. Yeah, uh, and, and it's 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 largely the morons in their social media. Uh, exactly. Well, Ben and Jerry's have been at it again this week because they put out a tweet uh, which got them on Plank of the Week, in fact, because they uh, put out a July the 4th, you know, Happy Independence Day tweet yeah. in which they said that most of America had been stolen from the indigenous population and now is the time to give it back. And you're going, sorry. No, it hasn't. <laughs> no, it hasn't. It's stolen from the indigenous population. These people really are morons. Yeah. I mean, Ben and Jerry have a track record of this. Um, uh, uh, my my greatest objection to Ben and Jerry's is that the ice cream is awful. Yes, uh, it's nowhere near as good as Hagen does. Um, they also market themselves as this sort of mum and pop company from Vermont, when in fact they sold out to Unilever some years ago, and are now part no, of indeed. a giant international conglomerate, which, amongst other things, sells skin whitening cream uh, to people yeah. in India. Yeah, no, that's right. No, I, I looked round their uh, their plant in Vermont. Oh yeah. Uh, about two or three years ago. It was very, very boring. Yeah. Uh, and they offered us some ice cream at the end. We said, nah, there's a <laughs> shop down the road. We'll get some Hagen does or Baskin Robbins, mate. Excellent. Very good. And they were also, I think they were pulled up in that place in Vermont because they were they were using migrant labour uh, and paying yeah, no, them, that's right. and paying them that's below right. their minimum and, and, wage. Yeah, yeah. Utter hypocrites. Yeah. And the Unilever sellout was the greatest example of their hypocrisy they just wanted to make a few quid yeah. i think jerry garcia would be turning in his grave if he knew what was doing being done under his name yeah uh, oh i know absolutely absolutely unbelievable finally i like that little piece at the bottom right of your column about the woman uh, who was caught telling lies um about her own uh, sort of, uh qualifications so much of this goes on it's always funny when somebody gets caught out though yeah, but she was a, the, the, the great. The great thing about this is that she was a woman whose area of study was honesty and ethical behaviour, which I thought was was wonderful. This Harvard professor, and clearly she's been immersed in the area of honesty and unethical behaviour, working very hard and trying to work out what is ethical and what is honest, and has come to the conclusion that actually it's better to tell barefaced lies than yeah. to remain honest. Well, it'll be, it'll be the new ethics, won't it? The new ethics is actually That's not right. about telling yeah. lies. Telling lies is OK as long as it's for a good yeah. cause. This is my truth, Mike. Yeah. yeah. This is my truth. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we haven't mentioned Harry and Meghan for a while, actually. They've gone very quiet, haven't they? Yeah, they have, yes, yes. Thankfully. Yes. And there seems to be a rift between them. Yes. Uh, which I'm... One, one is always hopeful that, that, that Harry will one day think... What have I done? Uh, but I, I'm not sure that there is quite the the IQ horse IQ horsepower no. inside that brain. No. That... Well, I was very taken actually this week by a piece in the Daily Star, uh, in which a professor has has opined, and I've been saying this for a long time, that IQs of people in the world have actually got smaller over the last 50 years. He says largely due to not eating enough oily fish, but I think definitely people have got stupider. I'm sure they have, <clears throat> but I also think that you could probably place Prince Harry in a vat of herring and it wouldn't improve his <laughs> IQ very much. No, 
don't think it would. But what no. am I doing here? <laughs> What's going on? Exactly. Brilliant. Fantastic. Rod, thank you very much indeed. Good to see you. Rod Little, columnist at The Sun, uh, of course, at the Times. Column in The Sun today. Uh, you might want to get your hands on that. It's very funny. Uh, but also, in some ways... At the right time, also very serious. Coming up, uh, we're going to be speaking to Alex Salmond. Also, Stephen Hammond is here, his MP for Wimbledon. He'll update us on that car crash, uh, which has left seven adults, sorry, seven children and two adults injured uh, outside the uh, uh, the school in Wimbledon. Uh, we're just watching some live footage there now of the police um, and the ambulance services all uh, in attendance, a fire engine there as well. Uh, we'll bring you more details coming next. Across the UK, online and on DAB, the independent. Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. If you enjoyed that, be sure to catch the whole show 10 to 1 Monday to Friday on Talk Radio via DAB online or via the Talk Radio app. If you have an opinion on the stories we cover, we'd love to hear from you. Call us 0344 499 1000 or tweet at Talk Radio during the show to have your say. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio.